0: We are talking Tony Pollard and his brand new Dynasty value on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com backslash locked on NFL. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, it's almost Thanksgiving. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Um, getting over a cold here and all those types of
1: things seems to be sweeping the nation. And um, you're, you're not alone. Yeah, and Thanksgiving's here already, and Week Twelve is here already. I mean, holy uh, cow!
0: Yeah, we we say it every week. It's flying by. Yeah. I've got I've got one league that uh, this is actually because of a an extended playoff deal. This is actually the last week of the regular season in some of my some of my main dynasty leagues if you play in the Scott Fishbowl this is actually the first week of the playoffs so uh same same deal there uh, obviously a bigger than normal uh playoff uh, set up there so yeah we're we're getting down to it Matt. i can't believe it uh but we are certainly thankful for everyone tuning in uh on this on this busy week it's Wednesday. We're talking player value, and today we're doing a dynasty value study. This one is is probably a couple weeks overdue now that I really think about it, Matt. We're talking Tony Pollard today, of course, the running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I, I don't know if I should call him the backup running back, the starting running back. It's It's not really necessarily clear right now, and I don't know if it really matters to Tony Pollard. He's just putting up fantasy points regardless of what his status is.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a spectacular football player right now, and it's taken the Cowboys a little while to realize that he deserves all this playing time. I mean, do we know that he's going to get what he deserves? I don't think they can deny it anymore, which isn't even really a, a knock on Zeke. He's still a useful player. But one thing Pollard's really done to help his cause is he's gotten a lot better in pass protection. So Zeke's been well known through his whole career and even Ohio State being very reliable in the passing game, picking up blitzes and blocks. And now Pollard's in that neighborhood, too. So there's not really even an excuse to not have him out there a lot.
0: And of course, Pollard has been the backup to Ezekiel Elliott for the past uh, three seasons. Uh, and and has been useful throughout that time. I mean, Zeke's been one of the um, one of the most reliable players in the league as far as uh, as far as his health coming into this year. I think Zeke had only missed one game uh, where where Pollard got to serve as the starter. So, 2019, Pollard is the RB 53. 2020, he's the RB 41. We start seeing that that weekly usage increase a little bit, not quite to a committee set up, but uh, certainly they made more use of him. 2021, he's the RB27. He does get that start and has a huge game when Zeke was out. And, and now through three and essentially three and a half years, um, we now see three games where Pollard has been a starter and Zeke has been out of uh, out of the lineup. And in those games, Pollard has averaged 105 rushing yards, two touchdowns, uh plus an additional uh 35 receiving yards, and he's averaging 29 fantasy points per game in those three games. Obviously a small sample size there, but uh the the short version is when he gets a chance, he's making the most of it. And uh, honestly, doing some things that, that Zeke has never done, including rushing for three touchdowns in a game. Pollard has done that. Zeke never has in his NFL career.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I, I know this sounds extreme, and I'm not saying you know, Michael Lombardi, everyone knows who Michael Lombardi is, I assume. He's writing this book about not only the Hall of Famers, but like who are the best Hall of Famers. And I was listening to his podcast this morning, and he said, Pollard reminds me of Gale Sayers. <laughs> and I was like,
0: whoa. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: like, whoa. whoa. And he didn't say that he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, but just the way he accelerates around the corner is rare. And you give him a little crack, and it's like, whoa. I mean, look what that guy can do. And he's a really good receiver, too.
0: Yeah, my my real hesitation on Pollard, and, and I've said it on here before, I think I probably just said it uh, even a couple weeks ago, actually, is – he's been a backup running back for 3 plus years now and i mean we're we're really seeing how good he is but he's 25 and a half years old right so mm-hmm. if if dallas moves on um, from from zeke and and we'll talk about some contract stuff soon because i think that's that's an important piece of this Pollard puzzle, uh, but regardless, if if Tony Pollard somehow gets his shot at, at being the starter in Dallas or anywhere else next season, he's going to do it as a 26-year-old running back, and um, yeah, he, he could be really productive. I, I just don't know, value-wise, how much meat is left on the bone there.
1: Yeah, I mean, he hasn't had a ton of wear and tear on his body, I mean, even going back to college, which is great, but what if he is... <laughs> Loses a little Gale Sayers acceleration, you know, or, and he's not the biggest guy. I don't think he's a true workhorse, no matter where he ends up or if Zeke's gone or if it's Dallas or somewhere else. But he, we've seen guys like McCaffrey and, and I'm, I'm throwing up names like McCaffrey and Sayers, but I mean, I don't mean to be that extreme, you know, get by without just having a, a really strong role in both a running and receive. He gets high value touches.
0: Right. And you mentioned an important point there as far as not having a lot of wear and tear. I mean, being a backup and and getting limited playing time to this point in his career. Um, I mean, he doesn't have that workload that Zeke does, that, mm-hmm. that any other starting running back does. And and there's, there's kind of a growing thought out there that with running back specifically, when we're talking dynasty value and when is the time to get out um, – that touches are are much more important than, than that age. And I mean, we kind of have seen that the past couple of years with a guy like quarter Patterson, who even at, at 29, 30, 31 has, has been really productive because he didn't, you know, he didn't have 10 years or eight years of, uh, of uh, running back workload, like, like many of these others, including Elliot. So um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of an argument both ways, for uh, for Pollard's near, uh, you know, short term future, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be exciting to see what's next for him. Uh, we're going to talk about what's next, both in the rest of this season and beyond. Right after this,
1: hey everyone, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp Therapy Online. And if you listen to some of my other podcasts, I've made it pretty clear these last couple of days haven't been easy. I've been fighting a crazy cold. It's an odd one. It's all over my body, and I'm trying to juggle all these different radio hits, and uh, I could use someone to talk to. help me through it a little bit, Um, and unfortunately, life just doesn't come with a user manual that helps that, so when it's not working for you, it's normal to feel stuck or frustrated, and therapists are trained to help you figure out the cause of challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills, which makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of the complex engine called you better uh, BetterHelp is connected over 3 million people with licensed therapists it's convenient secure and accessible anywhere 100% online um, again uh, I would love to have someone to talk th- through and just kind of is this normal is uh, the juggling act that I'm going through is that okay um, again uh, everyone des- deserves to feel their best and better help makes it easier to get started uh, as the world's largest therapy service, they've matched millions of people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists. Uh, all the benefits of in person therapy, plus, it's more convenient, more accessible, and more affordable. Just fill out a very brief questionnaire to match with a the therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. It's very, very simple. Uh, no waiting rooms, no traffic, you have to pay for gas. I mean, no endless searching for the right therapist. So get unstuck with better help. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on. And that's betterhelp.com slash locked on.
0: Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today from the games that matter. To the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Matt, we talked a little bit about the production of Tony Pollard so far this season, and and really the first uh, six, seven weeks of the season, don't matter much in, in telling the story of this player. He he was the RB3 back in Week 2. Uh, had a couple of uh, RB2-level games thrown in. He was the RB21 in Week 5, RB23 in Week 7. But things really started uh, to change for Pollard when Zeke Elliott got hurt. Week 8, Tony Pollard was the starter. He was the RB4 wow. in that uh, in that week. The Cowboys had a bye the following week. It was expected that Zeke would return in week 10. He did not. And Pollard, again, had the backfield to himself. He was the RB8 that week. So we're talking about a couple of top eight performances. And then just last week, Zeke is back on the field. And, I mean, we've all heard the name or heard the talk about Jerry Jones and how he feels about Elliott and how – you know what, what's the word here, Matt? How how stubborn? I guess he yeah, he right. potentially uh, is being attacked. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, attacked. Nice, yeah. that's, that's a that's a nicer way to yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, um, and, and essentially, we saw a split backfield. Elliott had a nice game as well. He had a couple of rushing touchdowns, uh, and Pollard did much of his damage uh, while he saw plenty of carries. He did much of his damage as a receiver, and he ends up being the RB one for the week. So. We're looking at three straight weeks here: RB four, RB eight, and RB one for Tony Pollard. He's now up to the RB ten on the season in uh, PPR leagues, and that's total points. So, despite wow. uh, you know, despite just a, a, a couple games being the starter and having that backfield to himself, he has outscored every back in the league outside of nine guys ahead of him. So, super impressive. For Tony Pollard, obviously, how do you see this playing out, and uh, just just the rest of this season um, with with Elliott and Pollard potentially sharing that backfield? Well,
1: I think the key is he has two really really good things going for him: is the receiving skills and massive big play ability. You know, be- yeah. you, because you can break the long one, and he often does, and he catches a fair amount of passes no matter what. The only high leverage situation where I doubt he's gonna get are the goal line touches. And, you know, Zeke has uh cachet and probably has earned those. But I bet he out touches Elliott going forward.
0: Yeah, I would think so as well. Yeah, and um, a good offense. They, yeah, the the Cowboys do play, obviously, on Thanksgiving tomorrow, as they always do. Uh and there's there's some questions about Zeke's status going into that game that he didn't come out of uh week eleven fully healthy, so we may once again see the Tony Pollard show uh, this week, which would be a, a huge stage on oh, Thanksgiving yeah. day. Um, I mentioned the contract earlier. I mean, I think we probably all know the Zeke contract. It is, it is pretty ugly at this point. He is under contract for four more years at a, uh, at a, a lofty salary. There isn't a potential out for the Cowboys. Um, the The dead cap number would be pretty ugly for them, but I almost think they, they may have to go that route again. We talked about the Jerry Jones connection, but I mean, Zeke is, has shown his, his age. He's shown his wear and tear this year, not only with, uh, being banged up, but even, even when he's been on the field has not been, uh, nearly as effective as, as past seasons. But the more interesting one here is, is Tony Pollard because he's an unrestricted free agent following this season. Um, I guess first question I want to ask you is, do you think there's a chance that Dallas could franchise tag Tony Pollard wow. and dump Zeke? Yes.
1: Again, yeah, I don't I do know too. the numbers well enough, but I think that's the best thing for the football team.
0: Yeah that that feels like the right play. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you, you know, tr- valuing yeah. Tony Pollard as a as a top five uh running back that's uh, i believe if i understand the uh the franchise yeah. tags that's that's essentially what he would get average of the top 5 running backs um
1: draft at, one if, in the 4th round
0: right at first thought it seems like that's too much to pay for Tony Pollard but we've well, seen him perform as a top 5 running back in recent weeks so right. maybe that's not a stretch I mean, again we talked. a
1: contending team they may win the super bowl this year you know
0: we talked about pollard's age you know, not a player that is necessarily going to uh, go out and get a four or five year contract. So maybe a uh, maybe that one year deal, whether it comes via franchise tag or or otherwise, makes a little more sense. Uh, again, both for the team and for the player here. Um, so that's that's going to be a really interesting one to watch. We will see if Dallas. Uh, Let's Pollard go as a free agent this offseason or if they put that tag on him and keep him around. Uh, Matt, when we come back, we will talk about Pollard, Tony Pollard's trade value and we'll share our Twitter polls as well. These
1: days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100 percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available that's why you have to check, in, check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. I mean, it, my, I have an odd job, as you guys know, but I have a lot of people I know that have used LinkedIn and it's worked out phenomenally well. I mean, simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. Uh, you always want the the right team member to help you finish, you know, finish strong and achieve your goals, and it, it works out really well on both ends that way. Uh, it's why <coughs> small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in developing quality hires versus leading competitors. So LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com/slash lockedonNFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply.
0: Matt, one of the best ways to identify a player's current value is to look at some trades that are happening with that player. We did that uh, just yesterday with some injured players, Brees Hall, Javante Williams. Uh, Let's do the same thing now with Tony Pollard. Uh, Prices are kind of all over the place. This one yeah. is going to vary um, greatly from league to league. Tony Pollard and Zay Jones. Eh, really just really just Tony Pollard here. We're talking throw-ins. Uh, Tony Pollard for Cooper Cup is essentially what we're dealing with. Uh, Cooper Cup all but done for the year. I think I want Cooper Cup there, but if, if I'm yeah. contending and, and I think I can win a title, I don't know. I probably still am aiming higher than Tony Pollard, uh, even if I want that short-term piece. I
1: mean, Cup's a lot to give up, and the Rams' future is really uncertain, but, I mean, he, he won the Triple Crown last year. I mean, it's Cooper Cup. I think I'm taking him.
0: Yeah, I am as well. Uh, Tony Pollard and Jalen Warren. He's he's not quite a throw in, but uh, Pollard's certainly the main piece there. You're getting Devontae Smith, Clyde edwards hilaire who might be a throw in. I, I and a fifth Warren rounder. Over yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so really, we're talking we're talking Pollard for Devonte Smith here. Uh, I'll, I'll take Pollard there. Yeah,
1: I think Pollard's the choice there. I, Smith's a fine player, but Pollard brings more now. That's for sure
0: pollard for george kittle and a couple of late picks what probably pollard there? yeah kittle looked good I'm... the
1: other night and made me almost you know remember what he can bring but uh, how much longer that's a that's a tie
0: pollard and a second rounder for chris godwin i'm taking pollard there for sure i'm sorry I'm taking yeah i'm taking pollard there along with that pick pretty easily yes I and agree. Pollard for Tyler Lockett. That one was actually that trade was made uh, prior to this past week's game, so uh, they missed out on that uh, missed out on that RB one overall game, and probably sold a little bit low. I'm taking Tony Pollard there.
1: Yeah, I think you need to throw in a second with Lockett.
0: Let's finish up the show here, Matt, and let's look at these Twitter rankings. These are, are of course rankings that we create. Uh, through the um, through the use of head-to-head player polls, these are polls done on Twitter. Tony Pollard versus a lot of other running backs that were in that same range, um, and I I did it. I always try to get the player that were that were focused on right in the middle I of the the player pool, and uh, I was able to do that here. About about half these guys were chosen ahead of Pollard, and he uh was chosen ahead of about half of them as well. Uh but there's there's some interesting results here when you uh, compile it all together and look at this as a set of rankings. Nick Chubb, the number one guy in this uh in this set of rankings, 78%. So he was the easy vote ahead of Tony Pollard. I get that part. I I was slightly surprised that the uh the gap was so large, but Yeah Chubb, a little bit. Chubb tops this list with 78%, and this is maybe what's really interesting here, Matt. A 2023 mid-first-round rookie pick. Now, again, I'm not surprised at all that a first-round rookie pick, especially in this 2023 class that we're excited about, I'm not surprised that that was chosen ahead of Pollard. Uh, 69% is uh, is the, uh, the number for that one, but I guess I'm surprised that the pick had such a gap compared to some of the other running backs we're going to, to talk about. Would you, would you prefer the first rounder to all of those other names you see on the list that I'm about to mention?
1: I think so. Uh, I mean, some some of it's just a door number two thing and, you know, hope for shiny things, but a lot of it's youth too. I mean, some of these names are getting up there.
0: So when we're talking (laughs) about flipping a, a, a first round pick for a running back, we're we're going to prefer Jonathan Taylor and yeah. Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Travis Etienne, I would assume, maybe.
1: I think, yeah. yeah. I'm going to take an Etienne over
0: Chubb. Okay. Yeah, Etienne was not not part of this poll. Uh, Austin Eckler was also not part of this poll. I, I, I think those guys would all be preferred over a first-rounder, but, yeah, maybe.
1: And this is a maybe- mid. This
0: isn't. In- Robinson. Yeah, this is right. This is not be John Robinson. All right, let's continue with the names here. Javante Williams is next on the list. He got 66% of the votes. So easily chosen ahead of uh, Pollard and and several others. Joe Mixon, 60%. DeAndre Swift, 58%. And a couple couple of running backs tie with 53%. These guys are in very different parts of their careers. Dalvin cook at 53 Ramondre Stevenson at 53% as well. And the last player chosen ahead of Tony Pollard. It was a close one. Derrick Henry gets 52% of the vote, Matt, any surprises from those group, uh, from that group of running backs chosen ahead of Tony Pollard? No,
1: but I think the noteworthy one is Stevenson. That's, it might be time to buy him if he's in this neighborhood because I think he's really establishing himself as a clear number one and he catches a ball a lot. Like I th- would clearly have him over Pollard and might take him the more I think about it over a mix or some of these other guys. We even talked yeah, about him.
0: That's what I was going to say. If you could uh Mixon got a higher percentage of the vote as did uh well, I guess Dalvin cook was tied. Mm-hmm. If you could flip one of those more established kind of, name uh, type running backs for Stevenson. Sounds like you would do that.
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think that his stock is rising very fast (laughs) and is going to stay high.
0: All right. Uh, We got Tony Pollard here in the middle, and these are the running backs he was chosen ahead of. Uh, Josh Jacobs got 46% of the vote, so Pollard was favored over Jacobs. Alvin Kamara, 45%. Damian Pierce, 44%. Your guy, Najee Harris, 42%. Um, and then we see a, a pretty big drop-off down to Aaron Jones at 30%. And I uh, had, had to be a little sentimental here <laughs> I like uh, and include Zeke Elliott. He gets just 3% of the vote. And uh, honestly, I'm wondering who those 3% are. I wish they were my league. Yeah, yeah that, that prefers Zeke to Tony Pollard at this point, but um had had to include him on there as, as a teammate to the guy we're focused on today. So again, that was Jacobs, Kamara, Damian Pierce, Harris, Aaron Jones, plus Zeke. Any uh any surprises there?
1: Not really. I mean, he's basically the same age as Jacobs. Jacobs is probably having the better year, well he is from start to finish. Right. <sighs> I mean, I'm down on Najee, too, but the last couple of weeks have been interesting to me.
0: Better? For yeah, sure, yeah, for
1: sure. He looks a lot better. His usage is better. Najee and Pierce versus Pollard is interesting to me because, I mean, Pierce especially has age on his side. I keep going back to Pollard being 26.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, not not quite 26 about, yet. He's, yeah. He, yeah, he's he's got a few months, but... Um, you know, we're looking at this group, Jacobs, Kamara, Pierce, and Harris, and, and they all got in in the 40, 42 to 46 range percentage of vote. So we're looking at that as essentially a tier. And then really the only players that are totally out of this range are, are Aaron Jones along with Zeke. Um, yeah, I mean, that feels like that feels like the right tier for where Pollard is right
1: yeah. now. I mean, a month ago, this would all be laughable
0: yeah absolutely um i I don't think it will be any more though i think uh you know even even if zeke stays healthy i think pollard is here to stay as a as a fantasy starter and as we talked about earlier i i can't wait to until this off season to see how this this plays out you know it's always it's always drama with dallas right now they're in the obj drama they're publicly courting him and uh, they may be publicly uh, courting and, and trying to keep Tony Pollard around here in just a few months as he enters free agency. No, that's
1: going to be interesting for sure.
0: That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe to the Locked On Dynasty channel on YouTube. Remember to follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.